Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Okay, my last uh, 50 minutes this Tuesday morning on The Fan. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Another KM to 2 a.m. We'll have a five-hour KM to a.m. at 7 p.m. tonight. But uh, you just heard Marco mention Matt Gage. And I mentioned him in the last hour. And uh, I think, you know, Ken called up and was talking about, can you get players in the NFL that aren't drafted or aren't? And I'm like, yeah. And I use the analogy of in Major League Baseball, they pick guys up from anywhere, you know. Uh, right now, you could pick up Trevor Bauer from the Bay Stars playing in the MPB. You can pick up Trevor Bauer one year, $8 million, I think, <laughs> if anybody has the balls to do it. At this point, I'm kind of like, Yankees, go ahead and do it. Why not? Like, at this point, go ahead and do it. So, um, I say that to say this. The the Yankees, I think, are pretty much done. I keep seeing the news pop up that Blake Snell wants nine nine years, $270 million. I don't think there's a market for him. I don't think there's one team. I know that there's no team that, have off, that has offered him that. That's a Scott Boris number. All of the alerts keep saying, well, the Yankees still, every day that goes by, the Yankees are still the only team to offer Blake Snell six years, $150 million. I don't think he accepts that. I think the Yankees could come up, but why would they come up? You know, right now they're paying Aaron Hicks to be on the Anaheim Angels, the team that should probably pay Blake Snell. You guys saw that, right? Hicks joins the uh, Anaheim Angels out there in the Big A. You know, they take whoever they can get out there. And, um, the Yankees, who DFA'd Aaron Hicks after telling us, no, Hicks is ready to go. He had a good offseason. Yeah, he's ready. He's going to have a bounce-back year. He's going to be able to play left field. <laughs> but they wouldn't put him out there on opening day. They knew better. I'll see y'all out there. People, It's funny. People keep asking me, oh, opening day, like, plans for opening day. I'm like, we're already making plans for opening day. I'll see you out there. I'm, I'm going to be out there. I'm probably taking off from the fan. Like, I'm probably taking off from, if, if they, I, I don't know if I could do a show. It's a Friday night. It's April 5th. And from my experiences past year, I, I didn't even have a voice. I didn't even have a voice. That's not good radio. You can't talk. 
<laughs> so I'll probably take off. Uh, but anyway, yeah, everybody's talking about the Yankees. And, uh, oh, this was an all-in off. You get Juan Soto and you don't spend the money. Like, just shut up with that. It's nonsense. Juan Soto costs $31 million. And with Aaron Hicks, they're still paying him. The Yankees are responsible for $8.76 million in 2024 and then $9.5 million in 2025, as well as a $1 million buyout in 2026 because of that stupid contract that Brian Cashman gave Aaron Hicks. Similar to the Mets, they're, they're paying players that aren't play, playing for them. Like They have enough, at least to start spring training. And maybe make some other moves. I, I got the chance to interview Aaron Boone over the weekend. My first time meeting Booney. What I'll say about Aaron Boone is, I mean, he's a cool guy. And I, and I do think that he's a good manager. Because I think that the, the current Yankees, specifically Aaron Judge, the captain, and they all follow him, they want to play for Boone. They want to win for Boone. Boone has a couple hundred win seasons under his belt. Should have won 100 when they won 99 and went to the ALCS. I think they're going to flirt with 90, I want to say 92 is my number, just because it's been at 93, 95. I'm saying they're going to flirt with somewhere around 92 wins this year. I expect guys to get hurt. I'm a Yankee fan. They lead the league in IL trips every season. I'd be a fool to think that, oh, all of these guys, especially these guys that are a year older, are going to stay healthy. But what I'm saying is this, you know, I got to talk to Boone. I asked him a few questions. I even have my notes. I didn't ask all of the questions because I wanted other people to ask some questions, but I knew that I would ask the questions that I have issues with when I talk to you guys on the fan. You know, and I, I started off saying, hey, after 82 and 80, like, I wanted to hide. After 82 and 80, I'm like, yo, change my intro song. I need another intro song. Like, play Frank. We're not playing Frank after all those L's. That's too many losses. <laughs> I need a new intro song. Then we got, but but just keep McPherson on the fan. But Boone isn't hiding. He's not ducking smoke. He's he's on tour. He was with um, Talking Yanks, and and I forget where they were tonight. He was in Manhattan. There was a bunch of Yankee fans at, at that event. He was with us in the Shore area on Saturday. He was at the awards uh, where Garrett Cole got his award over the weekend. He was at the Aaron Judge Foundation, uh, the All Rise Gala. He was on Joel Sherman and John Heyman's podcast of the show he was on foul territory with aj Przinski and eric kratz todd frazier scott braun he was on evan and tiki like boone is not ducking the fact that they went 82 and 80 last year and this is an all-in season and they need to win you know but i went on to ask him about the lineups and guys getting hurt i expect guys to get hurt boone there's a lot of gripes with the fact that they're scheduled rest and different lineups every day we never get a consistent lineup not even for a series and, of course, he went into talking about, you know, you only can work with the guys you have, and they change the lineup every day to find guys uh, rest, but also to find some guys playing time. And this year, they hope to have guys healthy, and now they have actual outfielders, and I don't know, maybe we will get to see more of a consistent lineup to start. You know, I asked him about um, ejections because you guys have heard me. I remember being at that Orioles game – I think the they blew they blew a, a big lead, at least like a four run lead last year to the Orioles. And I was at home, and my baby was so small, and we got the baby to sleep. And I yelled, and my wife was like, "Oh, God, chill out, bro! Like, you're yelling like that. You want to yell like that? Go to the stadium." I'm like, "Can I tomorrow? There's another game tomorrow." Like, yeah, go. I'm like, all right, bet I'm out. And I go to that game, 
And before the game is even in the, like, I don't know, second or third inning, Boone is yelling, spitting in one of the umpire's faces. So I asked Boone, I'm like, bro, like the like the ejection stuff, I'm like, I feel like it's Yankees versus the umps. From Guardy, from Savages in the Box, to now, I'm like, I don't think you help us getting ejected. I think these umps have a brotherhood, and they have it out. And, you know, he went to his explanation for that. And honestly, we had a good conversation about how I just think the refs suck. Not the refs. <laughs> well, the refs suck. The umps suck. There are no refs in baseball, but we spend a lot of time talking about how the refs suck in the NBA, in the NFL. Same thing. These umps suck. Laz Diaz. We had a laugh about the Laz Diaz thing. And, you know, he's got to protect his players and his pitchers. And he said, you know, sometimes you guys don't hear this stuff. And I'm like, no, I hear it. I've been at a few games, whether it's, you know, sitting in Legends in the Cosmigos seats. They're front row right by the dugout. You can hear Boone and even some of the players, and you know, he said it. Sometimes I got to speak up for the players because the players will get rung up and be talking out the side of their mouth and get back to the dugout and be pissed off and be yelling things. And these guys pick up on it. I got to step in. And you know, he he made a joke. He said, uh, "I've only got thrown out one time in the second half." And I'm like, "I don't know. I wasn't counting. You lead the league." But yeah. Anyway, talking to Aaron Boone and Boone's excitement for this season. Um. I'm excited for the season. Something that I added when we were talking to the fans out there, you know, he seems confident right now. He's got more balance in the lineup, right? Left-handed hitters, which we didn't have. He spoke on that. Like, that's going to change the lineup construction, obviously, with health, too. But I said I think the biggest thing that we're going to notice is, the you know, the Yankees actually being back to being a dominant team and being the Yankees and beating teams before they step out on the diamond. I felt like last year, too many times, without Aaron Judge, without Rizzo, without Stanton, without whoever, there was no one there to lead the charge. And it was three up, three down, outs, pop out, ground out, strike out, and no one there to fire up the troops, no one there playing with their hair on fire, no one with any moxie, swag, bravado, energy. You had Juan Soto in that shuffle? Yeah, that's going to help. You had Alex Verdugo and his style of play? And his attitude, I think that's going to shake some things up as well. Marcus Stroman and how he pitches on the mound, dances off the mound, has a, a lot of uh, you know energy to him and, and confidence to him. So obviously with Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole, knowing that they're two of the best in the league, I think that the Yankees are going to have just a different look and mentality and feel about them. And they know just as well as we all know, it's an all-in year. They got to win. They got to get back to the World Series. And I can't wait for it to start. 877-337-6666. Bruce is in Flushing. Bruce, you're on the fan. Yankees, a couple of Yankee points. And if you have time, a range of points. First on the Yankees, I, you, you have to explain something to me. You're intelligent. You're logical. There is a marked difference between when Soto and his batting average, when Soto bats second or when he bats third. If the guy likes batting third, you want to try and resign him next year. I know everything is not final yet, but why do they keep pushing that he, he's batting second instead of third? Is Judge is Judge tired of batting second, and he's making his um, Judge always wanted to bat second, and and I asked Boone about that because it was Boone's question that he threw to Judge at the gala. And Judge was the one that said, put DJ lead off, the new guy second, and me third, and we'll get it going. So the captain, I think, wants to at least try that in spring training. 
I don't know how soon in spring training you see all three of them playing together and in the lineup like that. But if that's how they want to start, that's how they want to start. Nothing is locked in, set in stone. We haven't seen it yet. And I, I understand, again, you know, there's numbers and there's on paper. And on paper, paper tells you that Juan Soto hasn't uh, been his best in, in the two spot. But he also hadn't been hitting in front of Aaron Judge. So um, I, I want to say that's flexible. I want to say the, the leadoff spot is flexible and where you bat those two is flexible. But, I mean, whether, I mean, if the guy works so many walks. It's hard to think that they want to put Judge in front of him, you know? I know, but, you know, Reggie was like that. Reggie always wanted to bat cleanup, and and they used to bat him third until they were so far behind, and they had the manager shake up. And, and, and in fact, the players went to George at that time and said, listen, Reggie likes batting cleanup. Let him bat cleanup. And when they moved him, there was a big difference. I mean, you can look it up. Yeah. Second second point I understand it's the off season and, and really nothing's going on as far as play movement and, and there's all these kind of crazy rumors and normally I would dismiss this rumor about the Yankees talking to Chapman but it was reported by Susan Slusher who's a very reputable writer out in the coast in San Francisco is there any truth to this? I can't believe there is. And also, there's some stuff lately about Bellinger. Maybe the Yankees, if his price goes low enough, might uh, make a push for Bellinger. Comment on those two rumors. Yeah, I think it's Scott Boris. I think Scott Boris using the Yankees for clicks, both with Cody Bellinger and Matt Chapman. Uh, I believe with even Judge endorsing DJ as the leadoff hitter, where's DJ going to play? He's not going to play second base. Glaber Torres is there. He's not going to play first base. Rizzo is there. He's not going to DH. Stands to DH. They're expecting DJ to be your opening day third baseman. If you bring in a Matt Chapman, what does that do to DJ? I don't think that's going down. I think Scott Boris is playing this game right now in one of the slowest, driest off-seasons we've seen, and he represents multiple guys right now in Cody Bellinger, who no one has offered, Blake Snell, who only the Yankees have offered, and Matt Chapman, who I think had some interest from, from some places, but there's no real offer for him. So you use the Yankees, who are the biggest name, the biggest brand with the largest fan base. Online, they get the chatter going, and you hope that somebody bites or takes a step forward to say, oh, well, the, the Yankees are interested. We want to beat them to it. I don't think that they're really interested in, in Matt Chapman. Okay, but Susan Slusher is a veteran writer. They may have it, checked in on him. Yes, I re- I read the Susan Slusher. Slush, now this is this was last week. I got to go back to right. my my notes that I had last week on it. Maybe Wednesday or Thursday. She listed there were six teams. The Yankees were one of the teams. I think the Yankees doing their due diligence. They check on everybody. If they're talking to Scott Boris, hey Scott, let's talk about all your guys. Okay, on the Rangers. You know, yeah, this they're reminds off for a me, few days, yeah. Uh, this reminds me of the Michael Sauer um, uh, incident, where this was a, a very good young defenseman, had the concussions, had to retire at the age of 24. Um, at the very least, Cheeto is not coming back this year. Hopefully he can come back next year. But the Rangers now have to go out and make a trade. In fact, I think they have to make two trades or they, they, they need another 
center Iceman, and you need another uh, scoring winger. If they can get that in one trade, it's fine, but they may have to make two separate trades. But the only bright spot, if you can call it a bright spot, is because of the NHL rules, they can put his salary and, um, on basically their disabled list mm-hmm. and, and use his money. And now the Rangers have about $5.2 million to play with in a very, very tight economy in hockey with the salary cap being so low. Yeah. But you, you go ahead. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I, I feel like for the Rangers, uh, they had a good run and we were very high on them. And I feel like a lot has happened just in the last few weeks, just really in the new year, losing games. Uh, Faith and Shesterkin has gone down. Uh, the Heedle's injury being ruled out for the season. Um, Truba being suspended. Just, I don't know right now. Maybe they make a move. Maybe they make a trade. Uh, and that helps. But I feel like, you know, a lot of us were touching the money. or Not even touching the money, but basically saying, oh, it's the Rangers year. It's the Rangers year. Um, they'll be the team to bring a championship back to New York. And then all of a sudden, like that humble pie hits you fast. Uh, and last last point, if you're the Knicks, I think, do you gamble and say, um, with with the injury um, to the power forward, now it, it looks like it just may be weeks. If it's weeks, I guess they can gamble and say he's going to be back for the playoffs. But um, or they go for the, for the shooting guard. And you know, um, got to go for it. If you feel like this team is the best team you've had in years, and you look around at this Eastern Conference and where you are, and wanting to climb above the Philadelphia 76ers you already beat, and like knowing the top two teams and trying to duck those guys, and like I don't know, I'm looking at their schedule coming up. I mean, they they have uh you know some teams coming into the Garden that they could beat. They should be able to survive. But with the trade deadline looming, we'll see. I mean, tonight was a good sign that, I mean, obviously it's the Hornets, a 10-win team. But tonight was a good sign that other guys can step up and they can win without Julius and without OG. But, man, I I would be, you know, picking up the phone. I'd be checking on some of these teams for some of these guys to see who actually is available to help. I think it's the scoring that you need replaced the most. Okay, Keith, have a good night. Thanks for the call, Bruce. So the Lakers, let's see now, the Jazz the Pacers and the Jazz, like the Jazz were rolling, then they lost some games and they, they they beat some scrubs and then they just lost to the Nets. So I don't know what's up with the Jazz. The Pacers, they got Halliburton back and they obviously made the move for Siakam and that's going to be a good matchup Thursday in the Garden. Then LeBron and the Lakers who, I don't know, I don't know, you don't know what Lakers you're going to get and they're going to be shopping at the trade deadline. The, Grizzly, the Grizzlies are cooked. That's a non- Factor. The Mavericks and Luka, Kyrie and them, I don't know. They're coming to the Garden. The Dallas Mavnicks, as I've t- I've, as I've named them, as I've tabbed them, the Dallas Mavnicks. That's always a battle with Jason Kidd and some former Knicks, Hardaway over there. And then you got the Pacers again in the Garden. So you play the Pacers twice in two days at the Garden. That's going to be a, a good measuring stick for where you are with those guys. You go to Houston, you go to Orlando, go to Philly, then you got the Celtics. I don't know. I'd make a move. I would just just shore it up. Like teams, what's wrong with going for it? Teams that go for it, a lot of times are rewarded for going for it. 
You can't have too many good players. And I know they have a bunch of guys. That's why they made the first trade to get some of those guys out of here. But you lose Julius Randle, it might force your hand a little bit to say, hey, let's try and stay afloat. If Julius isn't coming back till sometime in March, maybe we do need another score here. And, you know, the way uh, Tommy likes to keep his guys in the game, maybe you just don't want guys burnt out. Maybe you just don't want guys to be absolutely cooked. Um Make it up for Julius Randle not being in there. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the Rangers do. I don't know what the Knicks do, but that's why we watch and wait and react and talk about it here on The Fan. 877-337-6666. So, yeah, the baseball conversation that I had around Matt Gage and Aaron Hicks and the fact that people want the Yankees to spend more money, and I'm like, yeah, well, they're spending money, you know, Hicks. They still got him that they're paying. I know it's not breaking the bank, but they are paying Aaron Hicks a little bit over the next couple of years, and they do need to hold on to some bread for Juan Soto. If we think, like, I, you know what's super corny? Like, the fact that we think that we have to somehow appease Juan Soto. You know, I was talking to some people at the Aaron Boone event this weekend, and I'm like, his dad is a Yankee fan. He grew up with his dad being a Yankee fan. He was probably low-key a Yankee fan. He's with the Yankees now. He played for the Nationals and the Padres. That's small market. That's not big city at all. This is different. This is a completely different ball game rolling with the Yankees. Playing in Yankee Stadium in front of the Yankee fans, wearing that jersey, the coverage that he's going to get, the amenities, the perks that he's going to get being a Yankee in New York. We act like we can't boo this guy. We act like we can't bat this guy second. We act like we got to, like, m- make it so comfortable for him that he doesn't want to sign elsewhere. That's not, like, that's, that's not the case. He's an employee of the New York Yankees. They, they made the trade to get him. They gave up a lot to get him. And he is one of the greatest players we've seen. But, like, come on now. He's, he's with us here. And, like, not for nothing, I know the Yankees have fallen from grace some. It's been 15 years since the World Series. He's lucky to be able to play for the Yankees. Not that many people can say they they do that. When you you listen to players every year talk about, like, Sean Casey saying, why did Sean Casey take the job as the batting coach, the hitting coach, for half a season? He said he didn't get the chance to wear the pinstripes as a player. There's a lot of respect and lore there. And I think this Yankee team is going to be more solid than people want to give them credit for. I, I, I said at the Aaron, Aaron Boone event, I'm like, Boone, like, <laughs> I'm surprised you're on this Aaron Boone tour right now after 82 and 80. Because people want to hold on to 82 and 80 so bad. Like, that is something that the Yankees do. I've never seen it. I started watching really 96, but like, actually, like more 98, 99, 2000. That season that we saw last year where everything went wrong, where everyone got hurt, where they lost nine games in a row when they needed to win nine games in a row. Aaron Aaron uh, Judge runs into a wall, then comes back on one foot. Like, what are the chances that are happening? All of those things happening for, for an 82-80 and 80 season to happen. I don't know. There's so many pessimistic Yankee fans, but I also, like, I also know that there's, there's so many casual fans. They didn't watch all of those games. They didn't see how we got there. They didn't realize who we were rolling out there. They rolled out a bunch of bums. They've changed the chemistry of the team. They've changed the clubhouse. I'm just not as worried as some are because I just know 
that they're going to find ways to win. I know that they have talent, and I know that Brian Cashman and the front office they're not they're not necessarily done because like they don't want to give Blake Snell two hundred seventy million dollars. I wouldn't either. They can make trades. They can shore up this team if they get into the season and Garrett Cole takes 10 steps back and Nestor Cortez isn't what we thought he was and Carlos Rodon looks like he looked last year and, I don't know, Marcus Stroman, can, then they'll make moves. But for people to be holding on to 82 and 80 like that's the norm is not. It's not as far from it. So It's going to be all right. We're going to get there. And with today being the 30th and now the AFC and NFC championships ending, we've got one more day, two more days, of this month, really one more. Obviously, we're into the 30th now, but we got this whole day to go. It's only uh, an hour and a half into the day. But then, boom, it's it's February 1st on Thursday, and pitchers and catchers report on the 14th. They can get the Super Bowl over as fast as possible. We can start to see what the team looks like down in camp. We can start to see what the team looks like in games, and they'll see. And they'll call some other teams, and some other teams will start to see what they look like and say, hey, yeah, you can have this guy. Or, hey, you know, we could use an extra guy. So I'm looking forward to that. You should be too. But I can't tell you what to do. I let people enjoy things. If you enjoy being miserable, if you enjoy living in the past, do your thing. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up, 877-337-6666. I got to take a break. C-Mac is in the building. He's coming up next in less than a half in an hour. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. New York, New York, Keith McPherson on the fan. I got 20 minutes left. 
were talking about the Yankees before the break. 877-337-6666. If you feel like the Yankees need to sign Jordan Montgomery, he's still out there. <laughs> I saw my boy Jared Carabas crying about, can the Red Sox at least sign Jordan Montgomery? I'm like, I'm like hilarious. Hilarious. I, I didn't even do it to him, but I searched his tweets for just Montgomery, and I'm like, I'm not even going to throw out there what he used to say. Like He had a tweet like, Jordan Montgomery's the Yankees' number two starter right now. I wasn't even about to put it out there because I know he would have been like, yeah, well, he got a lot better after he left the Yankees. I'm like, look at you crying for, for the Red Sox to sign Jordan Montgomery right now and be your number two starter behind Lucas Giolito. 877-337-6666. I mean, at least the Mets are making moves. They re-signed Adam Adovino. That's that's my Adam Adovino joke. Obviously, that came from when he was with the Yankees, but it still plays. Adam Adovino, don't put him in. No, don't throw that pitch. No, don't leave that hanging over the plate. <laughs> You've seen it. You felt it. But shout out to him. He went on MLB Network over in Secaucus, popped up on MLB Network, and then also went to SNY. Obviously, here in the city. And, you know, he kind of made himself available, campaigned a little bit. And he talked about the direction of the Mets and opting out and not knowing what their future would be. And Adam Adovino's back on a one-year $4.5 million deal. Like, being a baseball player is sick. Shout out to Otto. I met Otto in 2014, almost 10 years ago, February 2014, when I went out to the Fan Cave audition. We went to the Rockies spring training headquarters, and Adam Adovino was one of the players nice enough to speak to us. Also, Carlos Gonzalez, who I used to love Car- Cargo back in the day. I used to just love Carlos Gonzalez, his swing in Coors Field. and uh, Whatever happened to old Cargo? Anyway, Otto was cool back then, and then Otto obviously grew up in the city and was a Yankee fan and you know played for the Yankees and then played for the Mets. and Yeah, good for him. He's back on the roster, and what I why I say you know being a baseball player is sick. Like you can just opt out and like be a free agent, and then Adovino is thirty eight years old. He can just sign for one year, make four point five million dollars. I hope I make four point five million dollars in my life. I think I will, but I mean to make it in one year, like just yeah, good, good job, good job, Otto. You did your thing. Uh, on a little campaign trail, hitting the TV screen, talking baseball, and telling your story and where you are. And um, Adovino is back with the Mets. And for the Mets fans listening, these are my Mets. I've never talked about the Mets. I've never watched the Mets. I've never read about the Mets more than I have in these last three years being on WFAN. I don't hate the Mets. I'm just a Yankee fan. Just never cared for them, never watched them, never rooted for them, don't love them. But I do want to see them succeed this year. I think I'm one of the only hosts on the fan that has come out to say that. I just think that it's impossible for them to be as bad as everyone's saying. It's just not how it works. They're not the Oakland A's. They're not a small market team. They're not a low-budget team, low-payroll team. They're not devoid of talent. They're not devoid of superstars. I just don't think that they're going to show up and, and, and lay down. I just don't think that those grown men that are competitors, that are professional athletes, that are two years removed from winning 101 games, are going to show up this year and suck because everyone says, oh, this team sucks. David Stern's come in and ruined everything. 
I, I just don't see it. The bar is low. 75 wins, that's a low bar. And I keep going back to June as I sat in here in June when I came back from paternity leave June June 7th, and I watched all those Mets games. And I watched the Yankees games, obviously, too, but I was just incredibly shocked that they couldn't find a way to win one series the whole month. I don't think that's going to happen. 877-337-6666. I don't think they go a month where they don't win a series this year. And I just heard... Uh, Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom on the mend. And to think two years ago, we were going into spring training and it was Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer like, oh, look at this, two Cy Young. Now they're in Texas on the world champions, the Rangers. They're lit in in Texas. They should sign Jordan Montgomery. They got the All-Star game coming. They got the World Cup coming out there. Jerry Jones telling everybody the Cowboys are doing their job because as long as they're talking about us, we're good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> as long as they're laughing at you. But anyway, with the Mets, I just think that like when there's low expectations and a low bar, it's easy to meet. With the Yankees, it's going to be a lot harder. That's why I, I gave you my total. I'm saying 92 wins. I'm going under because with the Yankees and the expectations, brand pressure, as I was talking about Dan Campbell and the Lions, pressure is hard to quantify. There's a ton of pressure. There's a ton of expectations. Yankee fans, by majority, are casuals. And I say that because I've been a Yankee fan my entire life, and I've been around some, and I think I'm more than a casual Yankee fan, and I read a lot of the stuff online, and it sounds like it's hella casuals talking about the team. Helicoptering in. For example, the clip last week that resurfaced the resurfaced of John Carlos Stan hitting baseballs into a car with Melanie Iglesias. When's the last time you've seen Melanie Iglesias? Remember when people used to watch Guy Code, Girl Code? Remember when she was popping? That was a decade plus. I used to kick it with her in the fan cave. She used to come through every Tuesday for the show. That video was a fan cave video. I tweeted that out. Like, tell me, tell me you're not paying attention without telling me you're not paying attention. You see this video of John Carlos Stanton, he's 10 years younger, looks different. And you're talking about, oh, John Carlo, look at John Carlo hitting these baseball. He, he's going to be on the IL before the season even starts. Bro, this was a decade ago. <laughs> Use context clues. Read, watch, listen. But yeah, Edwin Diaz comes back, and he's a competitor. He signed here for X amount of years, and... Did he sign thinking that, oh, I'm just going to lay down when I return? He, did he work all last year thinking, oh, well, David Stearns is coming in, so who cares? No. Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor was tabbed as the uh, greatest center fielder in the history of the Mets. Pretty quickly. <laughs> pretty pretty quickly uh, done the, the best. I saw some people talking about Jose Reyes. We don't speak on Jose Reyes. Mike Piazza at catcher, Keith Hernandez at first base, Aguardo Alfonso at second base, David Wright at third base. Mr. Smile at shortstop. 877-337-6666. Man, other than that, I think you guys know where I'm at. I think we did all of the talk about the games. I'm scrolling through to see if there. I think I said something earlier. I'm like, by the time I get on the fan... Everything that I could possibly say about these NFL games will be said. 
everything that I could weigh in on and give my, I guess you can get my take, but like, it, it's hard to have too many different takes. Uh, here's, here's something that I thought was interesting today from our very own Al Dukes. <laughs> Al Dukes is a character. He, he said today, and I want to get the, the tweet exactly. I was like, challenge. He said, here's how I think sports radio will change in the near future. Two-hour shows and no callers. Most callers bring nothing to the table. Every now and then they do, but most don't. And that was the guy answering the phone. And he actually went back and forth. There's 469 replies to this tweet. It reached over 135,000 people because I think some listeners and callers had things to say about that take. I disagree. I don't think it's going to be two-hour shows. A two-hour show? A two-hour show with the amount of breaks we have? What are you accomplishing in two hours? Like that's why sometimes when I have a little two hours, like like if a game runs late, I'm on like twelve to two, or I do a little like uh, two hour, like like if they put me in for the Luke hour and a, there's just like a West Coast game, I'm like two hours, like might as well take calls. What are we gonna do in two hours? But he said I was just thinking how there's probably some dopes calling Detroit sports radio saying they should fire Dan Campbell. The next call I pick up, the Lions need to fire Dan Campbell. They're not firing Dan Campbell. They're not. I said, that's why I understand why everybody was dragging him. They should cut Josh Reynolds. The only thing I didn't like about Dan Campbell was him saying, this may be, this may have been our only shot. Don't have that mentality, man. You're in it every year to win the Super Bowl, all 32 teams. Why even verbalize that? Because that might very well be the truth. But with your team, the way you've drafted, the way that you've made those guys fight, I don't think it'll be their last shot. I think Dan Campbell's going to be the head coach there for a long time. I don't think that'll be their their last shot at all. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. I saw Sauce Gardner weighed in. <laughs> and I thought about it. I'm like, why is Sauce talking about it? But obviously, you can, anyone can tweet. But Sauce Gardner, being a Detroit native, might have been a Lions fan growing up. I don't know if he's ever expressed that. But he tweeted, and of course, they lose by three. The same amount of points they would have got if they kicked the field goal on that fourth down. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the NFL. It's crazy. It, it's crazy like that. The Niners could have lost to the Lions. They could have lost to the Packers. They should have. You know, Warren Sapp said, at 24-10, you kick the field goal, make it 27-10. My Lord. I guess. But again, watching these playoffs, I watched a lot of kickers miss field goals. It's not a guarantee. Field goal is not a lock anymore. Uh, and it never was. Okay, why do you take the field goal before the half and not go for the touchdown? That's different. That's halfway before the game, and you're up. Or that's halfway through the game, and you're up. So that's tough. And that one's going to live for a long time. I think about those fans that made the trip to San Francisco, like how sick they were. I saw some fans at the end of the game. They didn't leave. They stayed and watched that trophy presentation. Couldn't do that. I could never do that. Brock Purdy, ton of respect for the kid. Glock Purdy came through shooting. Was running the ball, throwing the ball. Some people, oh, he got lucky. Whatever. He he had the guts to throw that ball to Ayuk. It was not picked. And Ayuk was there to make the catch. Big play. Ran the ball. Better than I've ever seen him run the ball. Game on the line. Super Bowl on the line. Big-time players make big-time plays when? In big-time games. That was a huge game.
sucks for me to see the Niners go to another Super Bowl as like I could have been a Niners fan. Growing up when I was on the playground, there were Jets fans, Giants fans, Cowboys fans, Niners fans. I still have friends to this day. They picked Steve Young, Jerry Rice. They picked the Niners. That rivalry in the 90s and the 80s with the with the Cowboys and the Niners, I could have been a Niners fan. Nah. Nah. Can't quantify pressure. Can't quantify momentum. Can't quantify the human element. All we keep hearing about is analytics, analytics. Well, the analytics told him to do this. Analytics told him to do that. No. He told himself to keep doing what he's been doing, what got him there. We're going for it. I don't trust my kicker. It's not a lock. I trust my quarterback. I trust our millionaire receivers that are paid to catch the simple passes. It's just unfortunate. wasn't a good day for Josh Reynolds. He shouldn't have been called upon. I wouldn't have been drawn up not nam one play with the with this game season Super Bowl on the line. Nah, nah. I'm not putting my fate in the hands of Josh Reynolds. Like I said, I learned about Josh Reynolds after that. I, and I'm usually pretty good with like, like knowing players and and their colleges. I remember I remember a few years ago back when I used to drink heavier and like link up with the boys. I don't do that anymore. I'm a married man with a kid. I, I stayed to myself at home. But one of my boys, like when when like some of his friends would come through that didn't know me, they would challenge me like, "Yo, Keith, Keith is a football head." Like point next time a player makes a tackle or 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 makes a makes a play, like ask Keith where he went to college. He'll probably know. Ask Keith how many years he's played in the league. Ask Keith what team he played on before this team. I used to be like that. I, I wasn't familiar with Josh Reynolds' game. I knew he was on, um, drafted by the Rams. I knew he was on the Rams. I didn't even know he was with the Titans. I forgot that he was with the Titans for a little bit then came over the line. That's not the guy. That's not the guy I'm, I'm drawing up a play to go to. Or, however, whether the, whether the play is drawn up to go to him or not, like, I just, I don't know. When you go to personnel... I got to put Amon Ra St. Brown there or, or Sam Laporta there or even Jamison Williams who broke that game open right away there. They missed Khalif Raymond, I guess. Like For Josh Reynolds to drop two passes back-to-back, Dan, like Dan Campbell would be lauded today if that man catches those two passes. Dan Campbell would be a king of the universe because we all had to just realize that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are still here. How about those Chiefs? Kansas City, they are they are what we thought they were. We have to deal with that. But the Lions, I thought about it too. I even tweeted out, I said, now I'm having second thoughts about betting on the Lions after seeing how the Ravens played. And I just doubled down on it, added more bets on the Lions. I was having a good, good time first half. I was like, uh, let me crack another beer. This is great. The Niners are frauds. They're going down just like the Dallas Cowboys. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, wait. No, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons when what? 28-3 happened. Or 28-3 happened. And <laughs> he's got to know in his head, we are not done. We are not out of this game. We have Christian McCaffrey. We have Debo Samuel. We have playmakers. Brock Purdy. Do what you got to do to get us there. And they did. And then going back to the Lamar Hunt trophy, you should have known. I'm speaking to myself. You should have known better. You should have known. They it, It's their trophy. They go to the AFC Championship every year. It's, their, it's theirs. They got Norma Hunt. 
Her initials on their jersey. They weren't losing that game. But the Ravens lost the game. 31.3 rushing attempts per game in the regular season. They cut that in half. They had 16 rushing attempts in the AFC Championship for why? Because you want to have a measuring contest with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And you got scared. You got scared where you didn't trust your defense. They adjusted. You got scared that you were going to be in a shootout. You got scared. You, you thought that, oh, man, these guys are just going to be able to throw the ball over. Look at Kelsey making these plays. Look at these cats. Look at Mahomes. Nah. Nah. Run the ball, man. Run the ball. Run the damn ball. My boy, West Coast Cowboy, he sends um, hats to people. I got to get one, but I got the long hair now. My dome is too big to fit the snapback. I'm rocking a size 8 fitted with this long hair. But he's got these hats. I say run the damn ball. He's made a whole brand out of it. He even sells them in the Dallas Cowboys font that the Cowboys is spelled with. Because the Cowboys always want to abandon the run, have Dak Prescott throw the ball 60 times. Pay Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Pay Ezekiel Elliott. He gave, they gave Ezekiel Elliott the same contract DJ LeMay you got. <laughs> Six years, $90 million. And then you got to cut him. And then you think Tony Pollard's the guy. He's not. He's not. Run the damn ball. It's football. You have an elite defense. Run the ball. It helps them. Why'd you pick up Dalvin Cook for the divisional round? And boy, I knew I should have known. I just can't. I, I know these things, and I can't bring myself to bet them. When the Chiefs beat the Bills, who I was saying, hey, the Bills are scary. Like, the Bills have been playing. If, if the Chiefs beat the Bills, I should have bet them again. But when they beat them, Andy Reid is, is pretty, you know, modest. But he took a shot at his former uh, Padawan, right? I think I told y'all last week, and other people brought it up, Andy Reid is 10-0 and against coaches that have coached under him. He reads them like a book, like a book he's read 10 times. But he took a shot at John Harbaugh and the Ravens when they beat the Bills. He said, we're not dancing tonight. We got more work to do. Basically, you saw Harbaugh and the, the Ravens dancing... When they beat the Texans, they had a full-on dance-off. Yikes. Should have known. So, all in. I'm putting everything on the Chiefs. For the Super Bowl, they're not losing to Brock Purdy. They're not, they're not losing to Brock Purdy. Al Sway. Andy Reid already beat Kyle Shanahan. He's going to call his pops like, I'm, I'm going to have to beat up on your son again. I need another ring, and then I'm out. And I'm out. That's all I've got. Good to be back. Appreciate y'all, man. C-Max coming up next. He's got you. He'll take you to 5 a.m. And like I said, uh, 5 hour KM to, uh, KM to AM at 7. And uh, yeah, I'll be back. And uh, 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 and Sports Radio 101.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long Follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights Plus Original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.